So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week I will bring you insights to answer that question. Hello, hello. In this episode, I am having a conversation with Raimonda Jan. She's the founder of Women in Business Club community that has over 600,000 people in her community. She's a founder of Women Thrive Summit and the magazine. And you know what? We're doing this a recording actually face-to-face, which is so, so exciting to be able to... We did it in my house in London and we had so much fun. We talked a lot about how to build your visibility awareness of your brand, how to use virtual stages powerfully to grow your business, and also how to find your voice, how to step into that new level of identity. So you're going to find this conversation extremely interesting and hopefully very, very transformative. Let me know what you think. And as always, leave us a podcast review. It means the world and you will have a chance to win lots of prizes. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bossy Hills Podcast. Super excited about today. I've got Raimonda from Women in Business Club and the amazing organizer of Women Thrive Summit. So you know what? This is for the first time. We're actually doing this live. We're not doing this virtually. We're doing this face-to-face, which is so exciting. So hope you enjoy this. So we're going to go in many places. We're going to talk about many things um, but first, Ramon, I'd love you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit more about you uh, and, of course, the summit, and we'll, we'll delve into that deeper. Well, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm very excited to be here and also share my story. I'm really passionate about empowering other women to share their stories, and I haven't always had my own voice. So at some stage in my life, I actually lost all my confidence and actually my ability to speak. So the fact that I do host events now and empower other women to share their message, it has been quite a journey of getting Mm. here to where I am today. So for those of you who haven't met me, I am Raimondo Jan. I am the founder of the Women in Business Community Membership Club, as well as the Women Thrive Summit and now TV show, a podcast and also a magazine. Um, I, I feel empowered now to use my voice and through my journey, I have learned how to actually, how to use my voice to inspire and empower other people. Mm. No, it's so powerful. So powerful. I must say, you know, I, I do is, you know, I do a lot of talks in different memberships in podcasts, but I mean, your space and like the, the women that you have attracted is just incredible. Like I remember first time we had a meeting and I think it must've been the showcase event for Women Thrive Summit. And I just came out of that call we had, you know, we have a calls on Friday night and I came out of that call and I was just like, I couldn't sleep. I was just so elated. Like I felt like this, I was like in cloud nine, was just so happy because the energy 
of these women is so powerful. It's so supportive. Like they're really the nicest women, incredible journeys, super powerful, incredibly accomplished, but at the same time, so warm, so welcome. And the whole energy, every time we connect, is just so high. Everyone just, yeah, it, it, I can't describe it rather than just, I felt I was flying on the clouds. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I just feel like, I built this community knowing that actually as entrepreneurs, we don't always have the support. Mm. We don't always have like-minded people and friends around us. So I guess the people I attract are the people who share similar energy, similar values. And, you know, the way I speak on social media, the way I show up in my network we share the same things yes and when we do that when you bring the same people to to the room something happens and i have had similar feedback from a live events where women come and say i feel like i'm at home yeah why is this feeling it's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly the feeling you feel like this is my tribe this is like well where have you been well right. why haven't i just met you <laughs> i feel like i've known you all my life and you know i embrace everyone um because mm. i am an immigrant myself so mm. i came to live in the uk when i was 13 years old mm. and i was always a little bit different a little bit of an outcast mm. and a little bit of a rebel So I couldn't always fit in into any group because I wasn't English. Yes, I am white, but most of my friends are from all around the world because London is a melting pot. And because of this experience of growing up in London, I feel like I embrace everybody. Yeah. I embrace no matter where you're from, what your experience is, what your background, what your race, religion is, because I believe that we're all unique and we have come into this world as children and children are not selective and Mm. non-discriminative and if we can continue having that approach in life and accepting other people because it's not your fault being born in a particular skin color or a religion or race right it's not it's not your choice and we're all doing our best navigating through life. So I always see the best in people and mm. just embrace where they're coming from because we can all learn something from each yeah. other. And during a summit, why they become so powerful because everybody has a unique perspective on something, right? You have come from, you know, you didn't come from the UK. You have a very, yeah. very interesting story yourself that I want to learn something from you. How has that shaped your life? Yes, Right. And that's why when we start to share our stories in on platforms, like mm. whether it's podcasts, whether it's at events and we're able to bring our own perspective, someone else can learn from it. Yeah, no, I think it's so powerful. And you're right. This this level of inclusion is so powerful uh, because you really feel I think it's on recipient of that. You just feel so seen. I think women in your presence in your club and within the Women Thrive Summit, you just feel so seen and heard and there is actually a space for everyone. And I love the element of diversity because it's truly, there's people you know, from all parts of walks of life uh, and women and they all have stories. And this space is such a vulnerable space, an open space that you can be yourself and you can share something that actually perhaps you haven't shared before with others. Uh, but you just feel comfortable to do so. So that's why I'm so excited about Women Thrive Summit that's happening in March. I can't believe it. 
What what are the days? 26, right? 21st to the 26th of March. And we do it every year. We chose March because it's Women History Month. Mm. And I think it's a fantastic time to celebrate women. And what I have learned through hosting events from the very beginning is that when we come into the room and we start to speak about things that affect us, or the things that we have been through, and really genuinely openly, we start to talk about these experiences, we actually realize we're not alone. Mm. And we give permission to somebody else to say, it's okay that you're going through and you're not alone. And it just creates this um, energy of inclusion and belonging and being part of something. Like, yeah, we, we're all in this together. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, I think women, we need this kind of that sense of community, sisterhood, uh, and sharing, sharing your journey is so powerful. And then hearing, oh, my word, I'm not alone. There's someone else who's experienced similar things. Or at least even if you haven't experienced similar things, you're like, I can imagine what that feels like. I can imagine, I can feel what you went through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, so powerful. So yes, and we have a showcase event on the 26th of February. So make sure you join us. It'll be super intimate. We'll be on Zoom. And I think I just love those calls. You know, we do them every month and it's just... It's so much fun. I feel like every time they get better and better, the energy is getting better. Um, so join us. It will be amazing. And um, But yes, tell me more about why women empowerment. Why is that important? It's the same thing where, you know, when we go through something in life, we think we are on our own. Mm. And in my 20s, I had very difficult time um, accepting myself, who I was. And struggling with my voice because of traumatic experience I have went through in in a romantic relationship. And I felt like I was the only one going through it. And sometimes experiences, whether you're in a corporate environment, work environment, home environment, or marriage or relationships, and you're experiencing suppression, Mm. And this is so prominent in certain cultures. When you're experiencing whether gaslighting or suppression or control, you feel like you don't have the power. You don't have the voice and you have to fit in into somebody else's expectations. Mm. And you have to be a good girl. You're a wife. You're you're a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You you have to adhere, adhere to somebody else's rules. Mm. Well, personally, I'm a bit of a rebel. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't really follow the rules. And that's the reason why I've chosen entrepreneurship. Yes. I felt like I needed to build my own life the way I wanted to. Mm. But regardless, on my journey, I have experienced times where my power has been taken away. And I have had to find my own strength and find this back myself in the battle of I have to assert myself yes and I didn't know during those times in my 20s where to seek out for help and when I was going through it I was really felt ashamed of my experiences so when we feel ashamed and we have that fear mm. One, we can't show up as ourselves. No. So during that period, I lost my identity. 
I lost my voice because I was going through so much emotionally and I didn't know where to reach out for help. Yeah. And I just felt like I didn't know what to do. Like my life was really on the line Mm. of this is it. What am I going to do? You look in a mirror and you don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And you have this big grand ambition, but you're not able to move forward. So when I was in that period of my life, I realized I had to find a way, but it was through self-healing. It was through emotional, um, spiritual growth that I have been able to come out of it and empower myself. And speaking was my biggest fear. (laughs) Oh my God. It was my biggest fear. And I think a lot of women can relate to that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even show up on social media when I was going through it, not even write one media, social media post. Wow. So having gone through that experience and putting myself in a place where, well, I'm going to start hosting events. <laughs> What's the scariest thing I can do? I can get on stage. I won't just get on stage. I will host that event. Right. So I just put myself out there in a I big way. It. I said, I'm going full speed ahead. <laughs> and what was that? What was that driver at the moment? So I'm just taking that moment. You, you, this speaking, public speaking feels like the worst thing that can happen. The scariest thing, the most fearful thing you can happen. And in that moment, you make a decision to say, you know what? I am going to get on stage. What, what do you think? Is that kind of like the moment, like the, the desires for liberation, like, Uh, You know, I had no choice Mm. because I was building a business that required me to be visible. Yes, It required me to step on stage and teach what I knew very well. Mm. And even with the fear, the night before the event happened, I could not even sleep. Oh, I can imagine. You know, all these butterflies inside of me were just like wow this is really scary Mm. but I did it once twice and I started to conquer it and then the first few events wasn't related to women in business but one of the events I decided I wanted to create something more towards women because the people I was working with was mainly women yeah so I called it women in business event before I finished putting together the event uh, page people started to book tickets without me promoting it i mean that's incredible so people are buying tickets without raimonda even promoting the first event i mean that is incredible like, wait hold on what is going on <laughs> we double booked the venue we had 65 seats we had 120 people booked wow and i was like how on earth are we going to do this <laughs> wow that's incredible so that's that was for me the sign that's actually I was onto something Mm. and people needed this space and events has continued just to be my complete passion that when I do, I just want to give my all because I see the impact, the energy. I love working with speakers, discovering their stories. I understand that it's a scary process. Mm. Like it was for me, you know, when I was starting out. So I'm, I'm passionate about actually working with speakers and creating that safe space for them to shine amazing amazing i just love it but yes i think there's so many themes there i think it just highlights how much women need community how much women need 
Uh, and I think online space can become a lonely space, actually, because you feel like you have you have following, you're, you're interacting, but actually there is no that personal connection. And you only get that either in live events, virtual events, where you're actually speaking, mm-hmm. and especially you get, you're able to tell your story, which is so, so powerful. I think the biggest connection that actually happens when we are able to be vulnerable. Mm, that's a big one. Yeah. When we able to embrace ourselves how for me the connection started to get deeper with my audience is one letting go of fear because we are so afraid of judgment of other people yes the self-judgment when we start to shed and let go of fear of judgment and we start to embrace who we are and it's like i don't have any feeling of shame anymore when you don't yeah. have that and you're able to move past that and show up as yourself and become vulnerable, vulnerable, accepting who you are, like now no one can shame me for my story because I can openly share it because I see the value in it. And through those vulnerable moments where I said, this moment in my life where I've lost my voice, I will never share it with the world because I felt so ashamed of it. Yeah, yeah. The minute I let go of that, I started to make deeper connections. Absolutely. So in rooms, in, in when you come into that presence, and of course we can't walk around, you know, our normal lives every day being vulnerable with everybody. Yes. But there are times when you can use the power of your story to make an impact yes can it help somebody else to realize they're not alone Mm. that you're going through you've gone through something as well that's how you build that deeper connection and impact yeah no it's powerful and i think the important thing here isn't it it's not they say don't share your raw wounds but the healed wounds isn't it um and that's something to think about isn't it because actually, if the healed wounds, you're on the other side of that, that's a story to share. Mm. That's a story to share because someone will benefit from it. And I think just maybe focusing on other people, who else might find this useful? Who else uh, will benefit from it? I always sometimes share my my story when I was in my 20s. And I, um, you know, it was just my 20s was also like just extremely vulnerable, like just extremely lost time is the best way I could describe it. I had ridden with anxiety. I had daily panic attacks, was just afraid of everything. Um, but kind of going or coming on the other side of that, me sharing that story, someone who's going through it right now might find it liberating that actually there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. Your current reality doesn't have to stay with you for the rest of your life. Because I think the challenging thing, we're in the middle of it, like in the dark moment or things not going right for us. We feel like it will never end. It, it feels like this, you know, I remember my panic attacks. I was like, and when you're in the middle of a panic attack, you think, this will never end. Or well, probably when you were in the middle of this, you know, relationship, you think this will this will be forever. Yeah. And just hearing someone to say, you know, I've experienced this. I'm on the other side of that. You will be okay. Yeah. Is such a comforting thing to say. Actually, this doesn't have to last for a lifetime. I can mm-hmm. come out of this. I will have a beautiful, amazing life. Um, and that's just that's amazing liberation to have. Yeah. You have to heal. You have to give yourself the time to heal. Mm. So when you speak from the wound, you're still hurting. 
Yes. You still haven't processed the emotions. And when you're still processing those emotions, there is so much reflection you have to do. Mm. And it's taken me eight to nine years for me to share this story. Yeah. I wanted to bury it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Until I recognized that, you know what? This was my starting point. And my passion and the reason why I want to speak, because back then I genuinely would say no to social gatherings, to going to places because I would have to speak to people. Wow. And I could not face it. That was my biggest fear. Wow. That's incredible. That's so, incredible. You know, I didn't know how to come out of it. And you mm. have to go through the process. You have to go through the process. Yes. And there's something about this liberation moment. Oh, I call it liberation moment, but something, you know, a lot of like my clients or women I work with, there's always like this one fear. And the reality is that fear uh, will, will show up in different areas of our lives. Mm. Sometimes that fear will show up in relationships. Sometimes that fear will show up in business. And will be actually the block of your success. And I see this quite a lot through my work is you, the strategy is there, these fundamentals are there, but something's just blocking founders' progress. And that something will be actually not related to business. It will be a certain fear rooted in some story or experience or trauma that's really blocking their progress. And I always think of it as a liberation moment. So what is your liberation moment? Like, for example, for you, it sounds like speaking was a really big fear. Yeah. So for you to actually liber liberate yourself from the heaviness is push through it and go on the stage and not just be on the stage, but run the stages. So like what worse could happen? If you do that, everything's possible. I call entrepreneurship as the biggest personal development journey. Mm. Speaking may have been my fear when I was starting out. Mm. And I didn't even run my own workshops for the first at least eight months in my business on my own because I was so afraid. So I would interview other people on my platform so I didn't have to be put on the spotlight. <laughs> so in a way, for me, putting other speakers on my stage was also my way of getting out of it. Oh, wow. How interesting. <laughs> How interesting. I love that. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, genuinely, I think every step of the way we learn something. There is yeah. another progress, something else that shows up and no matter how much success you have reached, there is another fear that will start to show up at the next level. You know, when I had to hire a team yes. or just up level and, you know, now for the Women Thrive, it started off as a summit. Mm. After our second summit, second year, I decided we need a magazine. It wasn't just, I want, we needed it for what we were doing. Amazing. And now this year, <clears throat> I was approached by a production company asking if we wanted to have a TV show. I mean, that's incredible. Oh Guys, come listen on. to this. <laughs> come on. I say, I'm not, I'm not sure about this. I'm not ready. Really? Is that what came up first when you heard well, it? No, I was really excited. And I said, okay, this is amazing. I really want to. So I signed up for it. Yes. I, I said, yeah, let's go. Few months, few weeks down the line, I'm having these fears mm. of God. I don't know how to do this. I don't know if we can pull it off. I don't know. I need this. I need that. And I was just like, started to have these fears to the point where I actually reached out to him and I said, 
I'm sorry, I'm going to pull it. Wow. He's all right. Please don't. Whatever you're doing is needed. Yeah. The platform, the TV channel needs this. Your audience needs this. And this is one of the biggest opportunities you're going to let by. Yes. And I spoke to my partner and he said, look, this fear that you feel right now showing up is still going to show up three months down the line. Yeah. So you might as well just face it. <laughs> you might as well get used to it. You might as well get used to it. <laughs> yeah. So I said, okay. I still don't know what we're doing, but we think we're doing it. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. But I think it's just, I think all women experiencing that. I'm sure men as well. But I think as this is a, you know, kind of women conversation, this is it. It's just, I think hopefully it will give some people comfort that if you're facing fears, like it's not going to go away. We all feel it. It's just stepping over it, isn't it? Are you willing? Mm. Are you actually willing to face yourself? Yes. Because more than anything, it's not about other people. It's not about conquering somebody else. It's conquering yourself. Can you actually face yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to do this. I can do it. And no matter what, doing it, committing yourself to that process. I failed. I failed many times. Of course. In the previous businesses, in things and ideas that I have had in the past, I have failed within my own business a number of times during launches or some things didn't work out other things did work out you have to be willing to fail yeah and it's yeah. that biggest fear of well what if i fail you are just yeah. do it quicker it's not with no i think that's a really big one and i think that's a big one because I think a lot of people have this. What if it's not going to work out? What if people don't show up? What is not going to work? What is going to be a complete disaster? But actually, I think it's redefining what failure is. Like at least you've tried. For me, that's trying. Like not trying, not pursuing your goal and not giving your all. That's failure. For me, failure is when I'm 80 years old, like my biggest fear in life. I'm 80 years old. I look back at my life and say, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. I wish I went well in. I wish I took the chances. What if it didn't work out? Imagine when you're 80, you're not going to, you're not going to worry about things that didn't fail. You will just worry about the chances you didn't take. Yeah. You'd be like, what if? And that really haunts me. Yeah. That really haunts me. That feeling of regret, the numbness, dissatisfaction haunts me. You got to go. You got to go for your dreams. Yeah. Because those fears are still going to be here. The doubt's still going to be here. And I see people who have ideas to start a business. Mm. And they have these ideas, ideas, ideas. They work on it. They hide it. They don't talk to anybody about it. And then they end up giving up because all these thoughts and doubts creep into their minds. Yes. And they're like, well, maybe it's not going to work. Well, what happened to all that passion you had and you waited so long to actually do anything about it yeah. that your mind got in a way and just told you, well, this isn't going to work out. It yeah. convinced you otherwise. No. If you have an idea, if you have a vision, do it now, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Get onto it, do it. Fail fast. Yeah. Fail fast. It's going to work out? Great. It doesn't work out? <laughs> Great. You At least you something tried. else. <laughs> move on to something else it's not a big deal and it is really about commitment it is really about commitment because a lot of people come to me and they say elaine do you think this is going to work this is my favorite question i have this all the time do you think this is going to work i'm thinking of this product launch i'm doing this business do you think it's going to work i'm like you shouldn't be asking me 
you should first of all the only people you need to ask are your customers if they're willing to pay for it and you're going to try because no one knows like no one knows i mean remember you know that every founder in the world they are you know jeff bezos every netflix guy everyone has been told that your idea will never work like how many ideas in this world where we think this is crazy someone would you know someone's gonna do this like it would must like really you know 10 years 15 years ago electric car really everyone's gonna drive it this will never work so the same thing for anything you working on um you just gotta do it you just gotta do conviction. it if you have that conviction what you're doing that's the number one thing you can convince we entrepreneurs are dream sellers we mm. sell the dream we sell the vision of something that doesn't exist yet but you've seen it in your mind you've seen it i know you know God it. gave you, you know. the vision right you have that foresight that this is going to happen. So if you have that vision, it's down to you to go and execute it and actually, first of all, convince the world that it already exists. Yes, that's a big one. And if you don't have that conviction, no one else is going to believe your vision. And I think this is a big one. I think this is where women really find themselves. And I think you've touched on it. You know, they have this vision. They have this calling inside. They feel like, you know, I'm meant for something more. Mm -hmm. I want to do something more. And then they probably share it with their family and friends. And then what they hear is, this will never work. Yeah. Are you crazy? Go back to your nine to five job. This will never work. What are you, who do you think you are? So this is where the world is meeting with all sorts of things. They're coming from the people that love us. Mm. The closest people will be the people who will be like, this will never work. Go and do something safer because it's also challenging their belief system. And I think the best way, kind of, you know, this idea that God gave you the vision, he didn't give it to other people is a big one here. And I think this hopefully will be helpful to people to say, actually, you are the one who's seeing it. You're the one that's feeling it, not them. So it's important for you to really bring it into the world um, and staying true to it. But knowing that it's okay that people don't support you. You will find other people like, Women in, women in business club and other areas where you will feel supported. That's why it's so important to just surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are also on their journey of growth. Yeah. And they know what it's like because your family and your friends will project their fears, their doubts, mm. and then it will make you question it. But it's not coming from people who are also on a similar journey, who have tried and conquered similar things and says, just try. Yeah, exactly. Just see. Because that support system is actually so powerful. So powerful. You know, I've, I've seen the impossible happen mm. because there was a belief, there is support, there is structure, there is resources and, and help to help you and propel you there. Yes, and also certainty. I think certainty mm. is a big one. That is why I think coaching is so powerful and everyone should have a coach mm. and many coaches and many role models, supporters, etc. Yeah. because it gives you a sense of certainty because you're like, you're not guessing. You're not allowing your mind to get in the way of your journey because you actually, you have somebody else to support yeah. who's gonna like, who's been at the top of the mountain, came down the top of the mountain, gives you his hand or her hand and says, right, let's go, I've been there. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Right. Stop hesitating. Let's go. Let's move. Yep. We all need a coach. You know, that's why the best yeah. athletes, they work with the coaches because yes. someone has to push you out there. You mm. know, 
yes, we can conquer a lot on our own. But when you have someone really showing you the ropes and, and believe in you and selecting the right coach for the right thing, yeah, it's really, really powerful. So powerful. So tell us more about this year and what's exciting coming up. So of course, this summit that everyone should go and get tickets now. It's going to be incredible. It's going to, you know what it's going to do? I think it's going to light you up. Um, I think this is the biggest thing. You will come out really motivated. You will certainly learn a lot of new strategies and tools, but you will come out thinking, wow, there's a different world. There's a different world, new reality. And I feel lit up from the inside. I want to be, I want to be on stages. I want to be with those next to those women. I think this, this year is probably going to be one of our most transformational Mm. events and we're doing things differently Um, how we're selecting our speakers this year and the whole lead up to the event is very different to what we have done so far. And I've learned a lot from the previous events. And I think this year is actually a paid event. So for the first time, we're doing Women Thrive Summit as a paid event. And the reason is the, the very thing that we have already spoke about, which is commitment. Yes. You have to commit yourself to something, right? The speakers are very much committed to making that transformation and impact in this world. And I have to respect their time and the value they bring, which means when people don't invest in themselves and they don't have that commitment, yeah, not only they will likely not to show up to all the sessions they want to show up to, but they will not be willing to listen and apply what they have learned. Yes. Because it doesn't matter how much inspiration, motivation, or stories you're going to hear, unless you start to apply what you're listening to, like today, nothing is going to change. And it comes down to your commitment. Agreed. So that is the reason we made Women Thrive Summit paid event. Not that because we don't we can't do a free event. We have done free events. But we want the transformation. Mm. Six days, 32 speakers, endless support, networking opportunities. You get to connect with global speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, coaches, multi six or seven figure business owners. Yeah. This is an opportunity to be in a room, be part of these discussions. And make those connections. The connections I'm seeing the speakers creating behind the scenes is phenomenal. You get to be at the front row and have those conversations with these six and seven figure business owners. That is valuable. Super valuable. For your network, for your opportunities to open doors. And what I have seen this year, attendees from last event, two attendees who were not even speakers before, who just attended and were committed to attending every single session last year and taking follow-on action are now speakers on this year's summit. It's incredible. And you will, uh, you will hear some of those speakers and they will blow your mind. The powerful story with what's possible within a year. Within a year, what's possible from last event to this event, being part of the audience and being on stage and like owning the stage with power. And you've heard in the last speaker showcase, you heard, you heard Romel. Oh, she's incredible. She absolutely blown a roof off. Mm-hmm. And when I say this um, interview process for the Women Thrive Summit is grueling, mm. it is. 
Absolutely. I've spent more than an hour with Ramel making sure she's ready yes. in every way to take the stage. That it wasn't just a favoritism or someone who I know. No, I'd taken her through the very same process and more so to make sure that she's fully committed. Yes. So I've seen how committed she is to herself because mm. she spent the whole, last year was 10 days. She spent the whole 10 days attending our summit. 10 days and followed on every action commitment throughout that's the power of action the power of action. commitment commitment and i think that's important i think it's important and i think it's important because that commitment to yourself that investment to yourself i remember someone explained to me a few years ago and i remember him saying he sat in a room about 20 people in the room and he asked everyone a question how many training courses you took? And it was, it was, he was a sale, it was a sales mastermind. How many training courses on sales you took that you watched and you didn't take an action? And of 20 people, you know, 90% of the room raised their hand. And then he asked the question, how much did you pay for that training? 1,000, and they all said, you know, 500, 1,000, great. And then he asked the third question, what do you think would have happened if you paid for the same train in half a million US dollars? Do you think you would have took action, applied it and made your money back? Right. The whole room put their hands up. And that's just showcases that if you pay, it takes you on a different level because you are so committed to your own journey. You're like, I implemented every, implemented every single word out of this. Yeah. And that's what matters. It's not like one strategy is better than the other. What is important is execution. Yeah. It's that accountability. Mm. So if you want to be part of this year's summit or the Women Thrive Summit, make sure you go over to womenthrivesummit.com. Register because I guarantee you, your life will be transformed. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to see that. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. But let's talk about, so there's also Women Thrive magazine and the show, anything else you want to share with the audience where can they follow you anything else that's um, launching or opening up this year yeah so the women thrive as a platform has become a media platform so we have a magazine which we publish every month and you can find it as well through women thrive summit.com website um podcasts we're just about to launch that and probably by the time people are listening to this podcast will uh, will be able to find women thrive podcasts already um tv show happening in march incredible so beginning of march we are and the premise of the tv show is bring together a panel of speakers to discuss important subjects for women mm. we need to start having those conversations that are may have not been shed light on and we got to bring those different perspectives from different cultures from different backgrounds experiences women from different age groups we got to have these conversations to make an impact. So for me, it's really all about impact. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. We have just also launched a Speakers Academy. So it's something new, which is, comes back to my passion of empowering other people Incredible. to become speakers. Because as we're building out this platform, I really want to make sure that we're also creating training and support for those who want to evolve to become a speaker beautiful because we get hundreds of applicants every year every time i put out a speaker application hundreds of applicants 
And it's just so difficult when we have to go through the process and reject so many applications because they're not ready. Mm. Even with powerful stories, powerful missions, sometimes they're just not ready. No. So I want to be able to make sure that we have we facilitate this process and actually train people through our academy and through the Women Thrive Summit. We have had amazing coaches and speakers and experts come through our doors who train people in public speaking. Yeah. So I will be inviting them to come back and share their experiences and share their training with the people we want to put on stage. Incredible. Since 2020, there's three times more speakers than it was before. Because since pandemic hit, people said, well, if not now, then when? I am going to take the stage. So it has become very competitive and it's difficult to land speaking opportunities. So I just encourage that you start to prepare yourself and train and, and really position yourself as the expert if you want to really take global stages. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you, Raimond. <laughs> it was incredible, everyone. Hope to see you at the Speaker Showcase on 26th of February and during the summit as well. And wow, thank Speaker you. Academy, how amazing. I Wonderful. It. It's been amazing. And we get to do this in person. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you.